Phoenix allows Nestle to bottle water as Lake Mead drops. Those and other stories for the week ending May 22nd, 2016. I'm Jamie Sudler. And it's This Week in Water. Last week, the water level in Lake Mead sunk to its lowest level since the reservoir was built in the 1930s. The previous record low level was set a year ago, but now the lake is only about 37% full. Lake Mead is the largest reservoir in the U.S., and about 25 million people in Nevada, California, and Arizona get their drinking water from it, and much of agriculture in the southwest relies on it. There have been 16 years of drought that have led to the falling amount in the reservoir, and many think that the current dry conditions are more normal than the unusually wet years when the Colorado River Compact was signed. That agreement allocated water among the states along the Colorado River and later Mexico. Many also believe that climate change could make the situation worse, and that is no doubt why officials from the three lower basin states have been talking recently about sharing cutbacks from the reservoir if the level continues to drop. Under the current law of the river, Arizona would have to give up all of its Colorado River water during shortages. But under a potential agreement among the states, California would reduce what it takes even though not legally required to do so now. And Arizona would also have to cut back, but not as much as required under the previous agreement. But as California, Arizona, and Nevada are talking about cutbacks, there is another ripple. The upper basin states, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, and New Mexico, are planning storage projects that some critics say could take as much water out of the flow downstream as California and Arizona seem willing to cut back. Recently, Sally Jewell, the Secretary of the Interior, noted that the Colorado River is already over-allocated, meaning there is no more water to take out. While Arizonans are facing cutbacks in their allocation of water from the Colorado River, that did not stop officials in Phoenix from touting a new project by food giant Nestle to build a plant to bottle water in the desert city. According to the Arizona Republic, Phoenix leaders say that the city's water is secure for years and maybe even decades despite the drought. They are also hopeful that Nestle's project will bring 40 to 50 jobs. But some didn't think it was such a wise plan. The director of the Sierra Club Arizona, Sandy Barr, told the paper that it was not a good direction for Phoenix and that it was ironic to have a water bottling plant in one of the driest cities in the country. Meanwhile, there was more irony facing Nestle last week. The company also had plans to bottle water in Oregon, but it was stopped by voters after the most expensive election in the history of Hood River County. The county borders the massive Columbia River and is nearly the complete opposite of Phoenix with lush forests and misty gorges. In contrast to Phoenix, voters in the Oregon County overwhelmingly disapproved of bottling local water for export despite the possibility of gaining new jobs. Last week, the EPA announced new health advisories for two related chemicals that have been found in drinking water across the country. The chemicals PFOA and PFOS have been widely used in the past in products and applications such as carpeting, nonstick cookware, and firefighting foams. They have been linked to testicular and kidney cancer, among other diseases. The EPA also said that developing fetuses and newborns are particularly sensitive to toxicity from the compounds. 
The new standards are much lower than what the agency had previously advised, and some water providers around the country are facing a crisis as they struggle to deal with these chemicals that persist and do not break down. We here at H2O Radio have been following this problem, and we have a new story about PFCs in water systems in Colorado at our website, h2oradio.org. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has issued a warning about one of our most popular summer activities, swimming. The CDC said last week that 80% of public pools, hot tubs, and water playgrounds had at least one health or safety violation. And of those that were tested, almost 20% were closed immediately due to the severity of contamination or improper pH levels. The biggest problems occur in kiddie pools, with one in five of those being shut down at some point. The results were obtained from looking at chemically treated pools in Texas, New York, Florida, Arizona, and California. The CDC repeated earlier warnings about taking showers before we get in the pool. A different study done last month showed that human sweat, urine, and cosmetics, when combined with chlorine and other disinfectants, form compounds that can damage cells and may be linked to health problems such as asthma and bladder cancer. Just something to keep in mind when you're playing Marco Polo with your kids this summer. And finally this week, how did they get there? Did they come by plane or cruise ship? That is the question that Floridians are asking, particularly scientists, about the three Nile crocodiles captured near Miami. The crocodiles have been genetically linked to those in South Africa, and they are very dangerous, having attacked almost 500 people in Africa from 2010 to 2014, killing more than 100. They can grow up to 18 feet in length and up to 1,600 pounds. One was found recently lounging on a house porch in Miami. But researchers still don't know how the African species made the trip to Florida. There is no chance that they swam, and scientists have eliminated the possibility that one of the creatures escaped from a zoo. They do know that Disney's Animal Kingdom has imported Nile crocodiles, and other theories blame Florida pet owners who may have bought the critters from exotic animal dealers. But who would keep an 18-foot crocodile as a pet? I guess someone who doesn't think a Doberman guard dog could do the trick. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Unite the world of water at AWWA's ACE 16 in Chicago, June 19th through 22nd. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash ACE 16.